0: Take easy, baby. Work. Work. Hands in the air, heaps in the dirt, muscles on the midway, work. Bear down, bear down, we came hey, here to work. work. Chicago's the city, let's just keep them at work. Bands. Sam. Mighty, mighty, mighty bands.
1: Sam. ESPN, take the north. just Justin Fields, got a new location, we still in rotation. Bands. Sam. Mighty, mighty, mighty bands. Sam. Jalen Johnson, take it there. No other team could compare.
0: Love for the fans, love for the squad. Repping your city of our Chicago. We got them hitters, Taquan Briscoe, who rockin' with us, they easy breezy to the dirt, live from State Street Bears, turf, clap, scream, clap, holler, clap, scream, clap, holler, clap, scream, clap, holler, clap, scream, Bears. ESPN Chicago. It's a special Cap and J-Hood morning show, broadcasting live from Indianapolis at the NFL Combo on ESPN Chicago. Your new home of the Chicago Bears. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out. 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 Live from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, this is the Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Along with David Kaplan, I'm Jonathan Hood, and this is the new era of the Chicago Bears. It has begun. We are the home of the Chicago Bears right here on ESPN 1000, Cap. What a great day for all of us here at ESPN 1000. We can officially say it right here, right now, starting with us. We are the home of the Chicago Bears.
2: What an amazing day to wake up, walk over here from the hotel. We're in Indianapolis, as you said, for the scouting combine. We walk in. we got our new swag gear on. And we're in the convention center. And I turned to Shay and I said, we are the home of the freaking Chicago Bears. Charter franchise, National Football League. Their home is right here we got a massive day ahead. Ryan Poles joins us at 6:30. We'll talk about the top pick, a whole bunch of Bears content. We are live, we are local all day all the shows, and the Bears are entering the most interesting off-season in Chicago sports
0: history. Can I tell you that as we are on the cusp of celebrating 25 years of Fabulous radio here at ESPN 1000. This, to me, is the biggest event in the 25 years of this radio station. Being the home of the Chicago Bears, I mean, the team that galvanizes the city the most Hawks fans, Bulls fans, Sox fans, Cub fans, all the college teams they all come together to cheer. The Chicago Bears and hope for their good fortune. And so that all culminates here at ESPN 1000 where people will be able to get all kind of Chicago Bears content, including being able to have all the games here at ESPN 1000. So that's the thing I look at. Every, nothing brings the city together like Chicago Bears football. We have it right here.
2: So Shea and I were over here yesterday getting all the gear in for the broadcast, getting all the credentials, and Shay and I are walking through the building, and there are literally guys in the convention center. It's a convention center. It's not where you play football. The stadium, Lucas Oil's right outside the door. These guys are out in the hallway, and they are doing their sprints, and they're working with their bands, and they've got their trainers. And I turn to Shay. I go, I'll take him. We could take him. Huh. We started talking to one dude, and he's doing his, like, lunges going down the hallway with us. I said, hey, good luck, brother. Thanks a lot. 6'6", six, six, looked like a wh- lanky wide receiver. He'd be perfect in a Bears uniform. And then he, Shea, runs back in the, in the building, and he sees a bunch of Georgia players. A bunch of
3: them. Yeah. Like,
2: Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith. One of the top linebackers. They're all there. A whole bunch. And I said, dude, let's just go out to my truck, get five or six, get it." Let's go right back to Chicago. Drop him in Lake Forest. Game on.
3: He found his wide receiver tree hoodie, the one he keeps talking about. It's right here. It's the NFL Combine. He found it.
2: That's right. I said the Bears had no talent. I've already restocked, Mr. Poles. I've restocked.
0: My car's <laughs> outside. My truck's <laughs> he's outside.
3: Th- he's flipping. Not even four minutes into being at the combine, he's flipping.
0: Yeah. Well, I got you plenty of talent now. Well, nonetheless, it's so great to be able to be on the air again early. And, again, we're going to be here for four hours on this very special day for us here at ESPN 1000, being the home of the Bears. But uh, it's still to come on the show, we will have whispers at the bar. That will be a segment. We have whispers at the bar when it comes to the combine. It's one of these things, Cap, when you're at the NFL combine here in Indianapolis, there's, there's so many writers and reporters, journalists, and, of course, scouts, General managers, are all, they're right there at your fingertips. You can just run right into them. You don't mean to, but you just kind of run right into them, and all of a sudden you're privy to so much information. So I think that every, since we've been here, it's no surprise that the Bears are the number one story because people want to know what the Bears are going to do. As you mentioned, we're going to hear Ryan Poles coming up at 630 right here on, on ESPN 1000, but everyone's wondering what the Bears are going to do with that number one pick. So we were at the hot spot in town last night,
2: St. Elmo's. We got to hang out with Burt Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback at SI.com, and he was giving us some great intel on some of the prospects, what he's hearing about the Bears. I know Ryan Pohl spoke yesterday and talked about, hmm, might under some scenarios make sense to trade the top pick before free agency because if you're getting players back, then you know what your needs are. If you, I'm just pulling names out of thin air here, but if you made a deal for the pick with the Colts. And they said, okay, you can have Quentin Nelson in that deal or DeForest Buckner. You go, well, I don't need to go get a three technique. I just got Buckner. I don't need to go sign an expensive garden free agency. I just got Nelson. Or I got Michael Pittman. I'm one receiver closer to fixing my wide receiver room. So there are scenarios where that could happen. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't unless somebody comes in and just blows you away with an
0: offer. Well, I think that for for me, I think it's solidified now that without question that Justin Fields, quarterback for this uh, football team, will be leading the way uh, for this team. Again, it's interesting that even though I feel strongly that Fields is going to be the guy for quite some time, he's still under evaluation under Ryan Poles, something we don't talk about, right? So there was conjecture about um, you know after the regular season whether or not Justin Fields was Poles' guy. Right, that question, like, is he going to be the guy or not? I think that he will be, Cap, but I think that when you are rebuilding, starting from the ground up, I think that everyone's still under a big microscope. I mean, you might, he might say that, hey, I'm all in with Justin Fields for the next decade. He might say that, but things change, pal, as you well know. If you're trying to get to a certain level, as much as you and I like Fields, you don't, never know what next year will bring in the draft. Or a free agency correct now we keep hearing, and when we talked with
2: Burt Burr last night at dinner, that any deal Ryan Poles makes he wants twenty twenty four draft uh, compensation mm-hmm. because he 's not going to go through all of his salary cap space. We keep talking they 've got ninety eight million in space, and they 've got this opportunity, and they've got the number one pick. And he said everything he's hearing, yes, they're going to spend and spend big. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to just blow through all that money. Because they know if Justin plays well, they then have to go out and get that extension sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't play well, heaven forbid, there's two quarterbacks at the top of the draft next year. And they want to be able to take a big swing at either Drake May of North Carolina, Caleb Williams of USC, or... If Justin plays well, I want Marvin Harrison. He's the best wide receiver prospect I've seen in a long
0: long time. Well, you always as a you tell me this as a talent evaluator, you always look at the second generation ball player, do you not? I mean, you can see if the if the senior was good, the junior might even be better. Right. I D- mean, it, it, daddy was good. Yeah, but you you'd give the benefit of the doubt, right? Perfect example is like Patrick Mahomes. We saw Mahomes uh, as a player in major league baseball, he was good. But you say, well what's his son gonna be like? Oh, he plays football? Well this will be interesting to see. Because mm-hmm. I think that when you see that name Mahomes, it's like, yeah, I remember remember the old man. He was a you know journeyman. He's around for a little bit. A not cup. great. A cup. But not great. But right. it's okay, right? Yeah. And then you see what he blossoms into. So I can understand why any Bears fan would look you know, for the future and say, this team needs to be able to have game-changing speed. That's what's needed on this team. One thing that the, the Bears did not have, and nothing against Darnell Mooney, but you didn't have a game-breaker. You still don't have a game-breaker at wide receiver. Correct. I mean, as much as we can talk about the trenches and what you want to do with three technique on one end and offensive line and road graders on the other, what it comes down to, Cap, is what difference maker do you have offensively? This is where the game is. We can be able to break down in every granular detail about what the defense has to do and how they have to, and the offensive line, have to, how they have to work in concert. All those things are true. There's no doubt. But what it comes down to is, are you scoring points? And how are you being able to de- design your offense? As I told you before, looking at the way the offense was going under Luke Getze, it was innovative. Not the... You know, sleight of hand, the old card trick that Nagy was doing in his first year with Trubisky. I thought there was some innovations there that we see from good teams that you try to implement in this offense. Imagine that particular offense and that scheme that, that was put out there by Getze with talent. Imagine that. Oh, man. Now you got something there,
2: right? Correct. And so, again, Ryan Poles will be with us at 630. We are your new home for Chicago Bears football. So anytime you think Bears games, press conferences, after games, you keep your dial right here on ESPN 1000. Here is where you will hear the city's best Bears content.
0: Uh, there's no question about that. And again, I, what I'm looking forward to is 365 of the Chicago Bears because, you know, you can be able to pick up a podcast here or there, but when it's under the umbrella of ESPN Chicago, now that makes a difference. Every and, day. And brother, uh, uh, without uh, being able to betray any trusts... There's going to be a lot of surprises around here. It's one thing to be able to be the home of the Bears, but there's more to come. Correct. More to come. And we'll let the director of content be able to give you that information moving forward. But there's more to come here at ESPN 1000. We talk about trying to reimagine the Bears. Think about this this radio station, the home of the Bears. It's the biggest event in 25 years for this radio station. Amazing how that happens when we're on the dawn of celebrating at uh, the House of Blues, 25 years of ESPN 1000. Let me just tell you how big the day was. Shay, you, I, we were here early.
2: Mm-hmm. It was 4.30 Chicago time. We're in here. I send a message to Danny. Yellow. One quick ring. Danny on top of it. He normally sleeps till eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock. Okay, well, that's not right, but go ahead. Keith Williams, our market manager. I said, oh, boy, I'm going to wake his wife up when I send this text, and I send him this tirade of me go, we're the home of the Bears. I get back. That's a great way to wake up and get my day started. He's
0: already downtown. These two dudes are jacked. Yeah, there's no question I think we're all jacked that uh, the Bears are now, and ESPN 1000 are together, and we can say it officially here. All right, coming up, we'll take your phone calls here. Uh, let's open the phone lines, Charlie. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Hey, Bears fans, you know what's happening here. We're here at the Indianapolis uh, Combine, the NFL. We're here to be able to talk about the Chicago Bears with you. Let's start here. Let's talk Bears with you here on the Captain Jode Morning Show, live from the NFL Combine. We are the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. 000. Cap and Jay Hood are back, holding it down in
2: Indianapolis at the
0: NFL Combine. Broadcasting live on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago.
1: Your new home of the Chicago Bears.
0: Chi-Town, stand up. We celebrate all day here on the Home of the Bears, ESPN 1000, along with David Kaplan, John, with you on the Cap and Jay Hood morning show. With you here until 9 o'clock, then Black and Abdallah will take over from 9 to 11. Carmen Yurko from 11 to 2. Waddle and Sylvie 2 to 6. Miller and Aki from 6 to 8. All day, celebrate with us. The new home of the Chicago Bears right here on ESPN 1000. We're also getting your thoughts about the Bears. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Get to your phone calls momentarily. But now, Cap, it is time now for our special segment we have here. We had this planned for weeks at 517. It's called, and no no production needed, it's Whispers at the Bar. How about that? Whispers at the Bar. Exchanging Ru- glances. <laughs> rumor and innuendo. I mean, uh, come on, Cap. Whispers at the Bar. Now, we need to share... What we learned at St. Elmo's and around the streets of Indianapolis. Because, as we mentioned, Bears conversation palpable. Everywhere, at every turn, people are wondering, even though we're here in the city of Indianapolis where there's so much Colts talk. Oh, no, no. People want to know what's happening with the Bears. Let's share a little bit of what we heard yesterday. Without betraying trusts. Well, we heard a few different
2: nuggets about Ryan Poles is Mm -hmm. 1,000%... Locked in on Justin, a thousand percent. Yep. But the comment was made from someone who would know because he's talked to those people that if Bryce Young was not 5'10 and was 6'3, 235 instead of 5'10, like 185, they might go in a different direction. That was how it was phrased.
0: I think that is interesting, and let's, mm-hmm. let's just drill down on that in a second. We'll get to your phone calls momentarily here on the Home of the Bears. I just want to be able to point this out, Cap. All right, so talent evaluators like you, you, mm-hmm. with, the, with the half glasses and got your, your clipboard ready, ready to write down the good and bad and ugly of any player because that's how you lived for a long time mm-hmm. as a talent scout. Okay, so as I always tell you, the quarterback position, you must look the part first. This is why when I see Kyler Murray or guys that are uh, short, but they're like little spark plugs that run around, it's like, okay, it's a fun little look for you to be the quarterback. It's, it's great, but you don't look the part. As a talent evaluator, which, what do you write down about Kyler Murray? A little small, has a decent arm, but definitely really fast. Questionable decision-making at times can make the spectacular play. If he gets, if he gets hit, can he get up? Those things, Right. right. So, the same thing here with what we're dealing with with, with uh, Justin Fields. When you see Justin, looks like the genuine article 6'2, 6'3, 215, 220 pounds, right? Correct. But what about the guy that could be the number one pick in this draft? Now, again, comes from a great pedigree because he played for Nick Saban, played for Alabama, so that's a check mark in the right direction. Correct. But again, you look, people guys like you will look at him and say, yeah, a little bit too slight for the position. As if he can't be able to grow up and be able to get 215, 220 pounds. But that's the difference between number one pick, good player to a guy that could be great, only based on what he looks like. Correct. And they call fair? this
2: yes, and they call this the Underwear Olympics. Mm-hmm. You come rolling in here as a player. As I said, Shay and I are walking over here yesterday. We're like. I take that, dude, for our Bears. Holy mm. smokes. Like this one receiver that we saw, he had to be 6'6". You talk about flexibility. He's doing these deep lunges. I'm like, my God, I've never been able to bend my body like that. So you look, and you look at a guy like Kyler Murray, too small for my taste. Sure. Bryce Young. You want me to give up on Justin Fields and – Commit my future to a guy who's 5'10", 185 pounds.
0: No shot. So, some would say they look at that and they ignore it and say, well, he, he played for Saban, so he's going to be okay because he's been through the ringer. Mm. But again, is he durable enough to be able to take the pounding? It's not, that, it's not about smarts. It's about whether or not you can be able to take the pounding. At the size of Justin Fields, he can take the pounding. We saw this this past season.
2: Okay, here's another whisper at the bar that we heard last ah, night. Whisper
0: at the bar. So we were
2: drinking the famous St. Elmo's bourbon. They make their own bourbons. Really good. I'm really. still feeling it. It's good bourbon. It was really good. Wait till Keith and Danny get that bill. I'm um, drunk. So one of the things we heard was that Will Anderson has a higher floor. Yep. But does not have the unlimited potential ceiling. Mm-hmm. They don't look at him and go, that's Miles Garrett right there. That's Von Miller right there. That's Khalil Mack in his prime. Good player. Sure. They, what was the thing we heard about Jalen Carter? Bad Jalen guy. Carter is a absolute game wrecker. He is so talented. Has a little bit of a uh, an, an, an a-hole. nasty a-hole streak. A, a, a little
0: a-hole problem. The one guy we talked to yeah.
2: said...
3: He's an a-hole,
0: and and you know what? Okay, and and what was the comp? Indomitante Sue. Correct. You recall this, right, Jay?
3: I do remember. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Well, to think of Sue coming
2: into the league. Fine. Remember when he hit Cutler in the back, right in the middle of his nameplate, and they called the roughy the quarterback penalty, and the league had to come out later in the week and go, "Yeah, actually, that wasn't roughing, it was just violent."
0: Yeah, but you know what? But I don't mind a player with a little nasty though. We get so caught up in, hey, listen, if a, person, if a player is nasty on the field, okay. As long as you're not a problem off the field. It'll be a problem in my community.
2: Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to play with that edge, people go, I don't want to
0: mess with that dude. Right. I want that guy. Yes. Yeah, if, that's, if, if Carter is in Domakong Su, and again, we have to point this out because this could be what Poles is looking at. We never know. He could be the number one choice for Ryan Poles. We'll find out. But if he's that guy, Cap, if he has an issue as far as being a little bit of an a-hole, that's okay. I like that edge. Okay, let me ask. I don't want. I don't want boy scout. I don't want fifty-two, fifty-three boy scouts on my squad.
2: I told you the story. I ran into Lou Pinelli. He goes, "You know what your people's problem is in this town? You want to like your athletes." He goes, "Give me twenty-five a-holes that want to win the World Series, and I'll win every time." You know why I said that. He played for the Yankees. Correct. That, half that team was a holes. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay, so, and he had the nasty boys. He oh, had yeah. all. Okay, so let me ask you a question. You're sitting in Ryan Pohl's seat. You're making the pick. Mm-hmm. You get done with all your scouting meetings. You leave Indianapolis. You've met with Jalen Carter, who's not going to work out here. Yeah. He'll do the medicals. He'll do his interviews, but he's not going to do anything physical till March 15th, Pro Day at Georgia. Okay, You get back, you're in your office, you've got Ian Cunningham and all your trusty lieutenants there. Okay, what does everyone think about Jalen Carter? He's the best prospect in the draft, it's not close, generational, we cannot miss getting that guy. Okay. And somebody offers you a really wonderful trade down, because I know everybody in town wants to go, all right, trade with Houston down to two, then trade with the Colts to four, well, what if Arizona takes him at three? Mm-hmm. What if Arizona is sitting there salivating at number three going, we're getting Jalen Carter? You can have Will Anderson, good player, we're getting Jalen
0: Carter. And he turns out to be Aaron Donald. Well, listen, the world is uh, – listen, I got the world by the tail because I have the number one pick. There's going to be players I'm going to miss on in the first round. I can't get everybody. Correct. But I can go down in the draft – Carolina, you can deal with that. Houston, I can deal with a number of teams and be able to get quality in the top ten of this draft. But my question to you is, if you're sitting there and you... I
2: can't believe this. That's the best defensive lineman prospect I've seen since Aaron Donald. I have to have him. Matt Eberflew says to you, yeah, boss, i got to have that guy. i got to have him in the middle of my line. Okay. How far are you going down? Because Arizona could literally wreck your plans
0: if that's your guy. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see. Uh, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 our phone number. I'm all about it. If I'm the Bears and I know that I've got so many holes in this roster, I feel like if I don't get Jalen Carter, I can get Will Anderson, and I think my my defense still is going to be good. If I can't get him, I, we mentioned Tyree Wilson earlier this week, mm-hmm. a difference maker also for this team, For I think could be for this team. I feel like I'm not ready to win yet. I can plug and place a number of players in the top ten of this draft and be good. Just understand, if
2: you do that, and Jalen Carter's playing for the Arizona Cardinals or yeah. whoever else, don't, I don't mean you, but yeah. anybody, don't come back here now in two years ago, how did we miss on that guy? Yeah. He's the best defensive player in football because you took quantity over the guy you
0: identified as the best player in the draft. Well this is what I talked about before, Shay. It's like if if Poles looks at one guy in the draft, it's like, you know what, I'm not going down for more picks. I'm I'm coveting this guy. I would not be surprised at that. If you have a guy in mind that you think that is can be a difference maker for a decade, then you do what you think is best for the team. Again, you're not ready to win next year anyway, but you have to be able to hit hot on those top picks, they have to be difference makers. They I have to. I think doing what's best for the team,
3: that's the best point you've made. Like, you have to do whatever you think is best for the team. If he thinks taking the generational talent is best for the team, take the generational talent. If you think acquiring more draft capital for the future in this year is the best way to go about it, then do that. Whatever he does, listen, that's life as a general manager in the NFL. you got to make your decisions, make your bed, and then sleep in it. That's- right.
2: You don't want to be him going, that's my guy. All right, I'm going to take the trade down. Uh, oh, he's gone. He's off the board. And then two years later, he's at the NFL Honors Awards and the Defensive Player of the Year with the greatest statistical season in NFL history from the Arizona Cardinals, right. Jalen
0: Carter. Son of a – Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah. That's life, though. That prize, That's I, the I, NFL.
0: This is why – it's. It, it, what did Adam Schefter tell us? Think about that. Think, think about what Adam Schefter told us, how important this pick is. Think about it. Right. This is like like he holds all the cards in this draft. Okay, so Ryan Pace, the previous regime, he
2: held all the cards. He's sitting at number three. He has all the quarterbacks at his disposal, and he chose his guy. Great, you chose conviction. Awesome. It didn't work out, so he works for Atlanta now. He's here in town. That you have to be right. You better not miss. You could sit and be the lieutenant to Brett Veach in Kansas City. Boy, if I get my team, I'm going to do this, this, and this. All of a sudden now, you're on the clock. It's your call. And you don't want to be that guy five years from now go, what were you thinking in uh, 2023 draft? How did you miss on that guy? Well, we had holes. I decided to fill.
0: I got a corner, and I got an extra pick. They better all work. Well, absolutely. That that's what it comes down to. This is why this is the most important pick in my lifetime of what the Bears are going to do. Not even close. Yeah, and that, like if it's even going to be close, you, you think of that seventeen draft. You had a chance to be able to pick a number of quarterbacks, and they picked Mitch Trubisky, right? So, and that's why he's a Falcon. I don't mean Mitch. Yeah, Ryan. Yes. So three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Captain Jay Hood broadcasting live from the uh, combine here in Indianapolis for the NFL. Let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. Josh is in Crystal Lake here on ESPN one thousand, the home of the Bears. Good morning, Josh.
1: Morning, guys. Uh, the scenario I wanted to lay out is if the uh, Bears cover the tackle situation through free agency, and you're not going to have to use that pick on uh, tackle. And like you said, as you trade down to 4, and Arizona drafts Jalen Carter at 3, if you move back down to 7, 8, or 9, are you feeling comfortable? Is it an option taking the top corner in the draft, you think?
2: Again, it, it does a corner fix the Bears' defense? It does not. No, They are generationally bad against the run. They're generationally bad at pressuring the quarterback. And you haven't fixed your offensive line or your wide receiver room. Love if you get a great corner. If Sauce Gardner got dropped on the Bears roster, you're like, well, he, Jalen Johnson, Kyler Gordon,
0: wow, we're in a good spot. Mm-hmm. That's how many holes are on this roster. Yes. So we'll take more of your phone calls coming up. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Your thoughts about the Bears and the draft. We're going to hear from Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Bears, coming up in one hour from now. Captain J Hood, live from the NFL Combine. We are the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Welcome back to Captain Jay Hood here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, along with David Kaplan, the Hood, with you. Right here is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Officially, the radio home of the Chicago Bears, Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer will have the call all season right here on ESPN Chicago. Chicago Blackhawks made it official yesterday, trading Patrick Kane to the New York Rangers. In return for Kane, the Blackhawks received a conditional second-round pick and a fourth-round pick in this year's draft. If the Rangers reach the conference finals, the second-round pick will become a first-round pick in the 2024 or 2025 season. Also, the Blackhawks, they lost last night 104-98 to on the road against Toronto. Vucevic led the way with 23 points, four for six from three. Zach Levine had 17 points on 12 shots. It wasn't enough as the Raptors uh, get the job done on the road right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. So I watched that game last night, locked in, and
2: they just really, really struggled in the fourth quarter. Very disappointing. Very. You're leading, you get out-rebounded on the offensive blast, 19-6? to Are you kidding me? Awful.
3: Locked in at the bar. No, at dinner. Not At, at the dinner, bar. yeah. But at still,
0: Cody, the, the, I- uh, the iPad, I still can't believe it. Oh, oh, Cap watching the game at the uh, at the table? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, to his credit, dinner was over. Correct. It is true. It, it, so I waited until dinner we, ended. Yes. We were at dessert, and the iPad came out. Correct. And yeah. the Bulls game went on. Correct. Yeah, so, so see, here's the thing I, I look at with this. And again, this is just uh, time to poke at Cap time. So th- this is after the dinner's over, right? If you would have had the iPad out and also carving into the steak, uh-huh. like, hey, man, that's cumbersome. Move that out of the way so you have room to be able to – room to roam, right? Mm-hmm. you got your drink there. You've got your steak there. You know, that's fine. But dinner was over at that point in time. Correct. It was just the, the idea that either you could have a dessert or a coffee afterwards or not. You had a choice there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm- let me just turn on the bowl to see what's happening. So if, if people can look back at the video, it's at Shea Norling on social media. Notice there's nothing in front of Cap. If right. I'm not mistaken, there was, no, there was no steak there. The plates were taken away. Yeah, so this and, is kind of like afterwards. Again, the
2: jackaloons on Twitter who have a problem with it, you're confusing me with someone who really cares. I, I don't care. I don't. Sorry. I was finished with my dinner. Burt Breer had already left to go on to another dinner. The people I was sitting next to, like Mark Carmen, actually were engaged in the game.
3: He's a huge Bulls guy; wanted to watch. That was funny. Carm looks over, hey, because uh, it was zoomed in too much, you couldn't see the whole score bug. Hey, Cap, can you can you get the score, please? Can we see the whole score <laughs> on the screen? because I had it like the widescreen. Yeah, yeah. And
2: again, I recap every Bears, Bulls, Cubs, and White Sox game, every one. That doesn't mean every one, except when I'm having dinner. Down on a random Tuesday, down in Indianapolis. People who subscribe want to know when you and I are on every morning. Well, they're not on tomorrow morning. They felt like having dinner with some friends and stayed
0: out late. No, yeah, we're here every morning that we're scheduled to work. Yes, so uh, take that. Well, I, I understand that, right? I, I understand it, but I mean some some don't. Though I mean, it is it actually ultimately. I love matter. that what I do makes content for other people. Yes, triggers them. Oh, you like Be- that. It amuses me. Oh, it amuses you. Okay. It does. Okay. <laughs> All right.
2: So, it amuses me.
0: I, listen, it doesn't bother me because we had great company at the table and also we're updated on the Bulls at the same time. Where else do you get that type of service? And then you and I
2: went back to the hotel, Watch the snorling rest. ran the streets. Yeah. Those young kids do. I watched the rest of the Bulls, was very disappointed in how that game ended. Unbelievable. Three, you one. know that you had seven rebounds
0: combined from Vooch, Zach, and Damar. Yeah. Seven. Vooch yeah, yeah. had five of them. I can't say that I'm surprised, though. I can't say I'm surprised. It is the Bulls, after all. The, the classic underachievers. I mean, it, it should be better than that, but then again, it's the Bulls. How, how, many, how many games have we seen like that with the Bulls? They get the piston tonight yeah. in Detroit. Good luck. 312 332 3776 our phone number. Space is out there with us here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Okay, Space, what's your idea? What's up, Space? <laughs> Cap, hoodie, what's up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Uh, we're feeling great here in Indianapolis, man. We got, everyone's talking about the Bears here. That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's a great day to be a Bears fan, man. Do you know why? Can I tell you why? Tell us
1: the Chicago Bears not only have the most cap space in all of the NFL, the Chicago Bears not only have $100 million to spend, the Chicago Bears not only have the number one pick in this year's NFL draft, but the Chicago Bears have the most electric- flying player, and all of the NFL, you bounties if you smell when Justin Fields is cooking. <laughs>
0: wow. Wow. Amazing the content. If you come up when you're alone in your truck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and let's not forget, it is the dawning of a new era. If you're waking up this morning going, boy, these guys are fired up. What's going on? We don't even play today. Chicago Bears have a new home. Your home for the Chicago Bears from this day forward is ESPN 1000. Take
0: that. Space, thanks so much for the phone call. Appreciate you, Space. Line open for you now. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Mark is in Arlington, Texas, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Good morning, Mark. Good
1: morning, good morning, good morning.
0: Have What's up, buddy?
1: A, <laughs> I'll just have to drop a line for one of my favorite football movies. I have yep. not been this excited as a Bears fan in all of my 61 and a half years.
3: Mm.
1: Now, for all the naysayers, we got to admit, we've been disappointed over the years. We've come close. We've come close. But nothing is like the brain trust we have in place right now. I mean, think about it. Ian Cunningham, how many Super Bowl rings? Two, right? One with the Ravens, Mm -hmm. one with Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Ryan Poles has got a Super Bowl ring and 13 years experience with Kansas City. And then our president now, he has a Super Bowl ring from St. Louis. Mm -hmm. We are ready. We are so ready. These guys have all the experience. They know what they're doing. Go Bears, Bear Down. Oh, and by the way, Congratulations to you guys. You need to be on the Mount Rushmore Radio for Chicago. That good.
0: Oh, we appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, my friend. We appreciate the telephone call. He lays it out very interestingly, Cap, because he talks about what the Chicago Bears front office looks like. Right, for a long time, it was really a one-horse race, right? We're talking about Ted Phillips. There was a McCaskey in place. And then you had other scouts and executives around those two, but ultimately, when there was when it came to the hiring process, it was it was McCaskey and it was Phillips. Now look at how it looks now. It looks like more modern front offices. We have to admit that, right? I mean, they are doing
2: again. Yeah, you got to win football games. Yep. We could sit here. I was texting with T. Waddle yesterday, and he said, with all the space and the picks and everything else, you can't win five games next year. You've got to prove it on the field. Sure. But the president looks like a home run hire. Mm -hmm. The purchase of the Arlington Heights land looks like a home run decision. The hiring of Ryan Poles, he has put you in position to do something we have never seen in this town. Mm -hmm. Dominate the offseason, and you could finally take the next step and go, oh my goodness. Look where we're at now.
0: Well, uh, let's go back to the first thing you said. Cap, they could win five games. I'd still feel good about the infrastructure of the organization and where the organization's going. Mm -hmm. I mean, because, listen, as excited as we are, we don't know what the future holds, at least the immediate future. As you continue to plug holes, and you said it a couple days ago, because of the amount of holes that the Bears have to fill – 10 to 12, probably different positions, offense and defense. You don't know how many holes they'll be able to fill. You don't know which draft pick will be able to come to fruition and be able to play well in year number one. We don't know what free agents are coming, but we just know that the arrow's pointing up, if nothing else, that the arrow's pointing up for the Bears. So that's the thing I look at with this team. Three one two three three two espn 332-3776 is our phone number. And when we come back, we've got to play some audio that you and I
2: saw. Because we all want to trade a pick for T. Higgins. T. Higgins is looking for a new contract at Cincinnati. Still got one year left on his
0: rookie deal. We
2: found some interesting audio we think you'd like to hear.
0: We'll take more of your phone calls coming up right here on the Home of the Bears. Captain Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and Jay
2: Hood are back Holding it down in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine
0: Broadcasting live on Chicago's home for sports ESPN Chicago
2: Your new home of the Chicago Bears
0: Chi-Town Stand Up Glad you're with us here on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We are the home of the Chicago Bears and still to come in our next hour, we'll have Shadow No Shot, a special edition coming up at 7 o'clock. Also, Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Chicago Bears, will be with us coming up at 730 right here on ESPN 1000. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. And Cap, there's some audio that you want us to hear. Yes,
2: everyone keeps talking, well, could we trade our second, second second-round pick and get T. Higgins? First of all, T. Higgins would cost you a first-round pick if you were trying to get him, and you're not going to trade the number one pick for T. Higgins, and he has another year left on his contract. But it's all over Indianapolis. Boy, would the Bengals trade T. Higgins? This is Duke Tobin, who runs the organization yesterday here in Indy.
1: I'm in the business of making the Cincinnati Bengals better, and so trading T. Higgins is not on my mind. That's their problem. They want a receiver. Go find your own. You know, in, in my my opinion, you know, T. Higgins is a good piece for the Cincinnati Bengals. So, the trade stuff is a little
3: ridiculous right now.
1: A little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So
2: they're trying to win the Super Bowl. And they've got. They're close. Very close. And they are not going to break up. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. I'm not sure Joe Mixon comes back. They might be able to save significant money there. Then you look at the Chiefs. They drafted Isaiah Pacheco in the fifth round, upgraded their offensive line, and he looked
0: pretty darn good. So what you're telling us is that for not just the Bears but other teams that are interested in T. Higgins' service, T. T. Higgins is going to be off the board. However, we can go back to the story of you meeting the Higgins family Correct. Uh, Because let's tell that story for those that have not heard it at this hour. So I've never been to the
2: AFC or NFC title game. And we got invited. Our friends, Mike and Laura are season ticket holders for the Chiefs. So Minnie and I go out there with them to see the Chiefs and Bengals in the AFC title game. I'm still thawing out. It was so cold. Mm -hmm. But I'm on the plane. And I hear this woman going, my boy's gonna ball out this weekend. I Turn around. She's got all Bengals gear and I mean, orange boots, everything. She is all bangled up. I turn right behind me. I go, did you say your son's going to ball out? Yes. Who's your son? T. Higgins. Wow. Uh, why don't you get him to the Bears? And She said, his late daddy's from Chicago. We have family in Chicago. We would love to be there, but we first would like to see we get paid in Cincinnati because we got a really good team. hmm So I said, okay, can I get your phone number? Because I want to stay on top of this whole situation here. And she gave it to me. Her name is Lady. That's her real first name. Sure. Lady. And so she called me that weekend and said, yeah, I'll keep you posted, but we're hoping we get an
0: extension here first. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so now you have to have a follow-up call. I do. You have to be able to call Lady now after the show and find out. Hey, so Duke Tobin said this about, you know, your son. Now what happens? Are Correct. you still interested in coming to Chicago? Correct. Because someone's got to broker this deal, so
2: why not you? I'd love to. Okay. I would love for Ryan Poles to roll in here in roughly 40 minutes and go, Ryan, I just hung up with Lady. That's the mother of T. Oh, Higgins. Okay. We're good. Of course. You, gotta stick you your, Just take care of your other business. I got this one. <laughs> yeah. We're good.
0: Oh, okay. You're going to tell the general manager to step aside. Stay, I'll stick yeah. my beak yeah. into your wide receiver yeah. You gotta, room. Yeah, you're going to stick your, <laughs> you your beak lady and, and, and try to find out what's going to go on with that. Well, I mean, I, I don't That's the of the day. What do you mean? Cap sticking his beak in lady? Yeah, what did I say wrong? That's exactly what he's
2: going to do. I'm sticking my beak into the wide receiver room, not into lady.
0: No, it's going to be in lady because how do you broker the deal? Through the mom. Correct. So what are you talking about? I know what I'm saying. Recruiting days. I know what I'm saying. Work the mom. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. You're going to stick your beak in lady and find out whether or not she is amenable to be able to get her son to Chicago. Yes. Can we get your
2: son here, please? Exactly right. Ryan, I got this one. I got your wide receiver one. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. he would be like, <laughs> yeah. keep your beak out That's of
0: exactly my That's exactly
3: right. right. What are you doing for the city of Chicago? You, Cap's going to bring us Otani, and now he's going to bring us T. Higgins? This guy. Yeah, that? well,
0: you can understand. I mean, he doesn't do t- TV anymore, so he's bored. So, so now this is going to be his new lot in life: is to be able to bring people together, right? And meaning that making his teams better, the Cubs and the Bears. Correct. My
2: two. T- well, I'm a Bulls guy too, so I'm working on that.
3: Oh, you got you yeah. have a Bull in mind?
2: Yeah, I want Damian Lillard here.
3: Okay. okay. Yeah. Good luck. Nobody's been able to pry him out of Portland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like bringing the northwest of Chicago. Talk about doing yeoman's work. That's yeah. if you get Lillard. Yeah. Well, I went from that.
1: northwest <laughs> of Chicago.
3: How about that from the north. Yeah, Charlie, our guy, Charlie
2: Bevins. Yeah. He came from Oregon. He came from the northwest. If he can make the hiatus down here, then why can't I get Damien Lillard here?
0: He's on a work furlough. He's not really from here. He's just Lillard here. or Charlie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why that's why he's here, ultimately. Um, nonetheless, I, I I find it fascinating that you're gonna be able to try to bring people together. Back on T V though, you won't have time for this. But now you have a little downtime. Yeah. Between recaps and the radio show, why not be able to bring people to Chicago? Yes. Any, any, uh, anything for the White Sox? Anything to help with the White Sox? Any?
2: I was going to get you Machado, but the offer fell a little <laughs> short.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six our phone wo- woefully short. Apparently, Wolf. woefully short to the point where Machado's like, "Yeah, let's tear up this deal." Excuse me. It's already null and void. It's already our you know, it's like the Pippin deal. Jerry Reiser, don't sign the deal. I tell you it's, it's gonna be old, but the time you, the ink dries. It was. Yes. He was like the seventy seventh highest paid player. Correct. By the time he signed and the he deal. And he was mad and you can't opt you can't they don't have opt outs and
2: all that no. in the NBA. No.
0: Uh Jake is on the Kennedy on ESPN one thousand on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Jake. Cap and Hoodie.
2: Bop, pop, pop, pop. What's up? All right, we're all forgetting about uh, why we're the center of the NFL universe this offseason. That's uh, Lovey Smith. And uh, I i heard that uh, he's got a previous relationship with our head coach, and I uh, was wondering, I, w- I want to get him over here, to be our DC. I'll hang up and listen.
0: Thanks. All right. Uh, okay. Lovey Smith will find his way back to the NFL at some point, but not back in the Chicago Bears uniform or, or jersey or. Uh, Or golf shirt. It won't happen.
2: Yeah, I don't think Lovey wants to be the Bears' DC. I can tell you, Iberflus likes Allen Williams. You just got to give him players. Mm -hmm. He had no players this past year, and Lovey's not coming back. Why? First of all, you don't get paid like let let's say I think Lovey had signed a five year deal, five million a year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they owe him another twenty million dollars with the Texans. Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. You can't cash your check as the let's say the DC gets two million. That comes off the five you're getting paid. It's called an offset. Mm-hmm. So basically, Lovey would be the DC for free. Why is he going to do that? No. There's, there's no reason to. He's in his later six. How old is Lovey? 65? Yeah. 66?
0: What does he want to go do that for? Well, listen. As you well know, when you're up in age, what do you want to do? You want to keep working, right? 64. Yeah, yeah that's six- Cap. Cap told me yesterday he wants to work Yeah, forever. Yeah, so you want to you keep working. So
2: I you totally understand why. And by the way, walking into the building right now, I believe he's going to do some uh, other media things that he's got to do for the
3: NFL would be Ryan Poles just walked by the set. Look at the stature of that guy. You don't realize then you see him in person. That's a large man. That is a large large man. Yes. He, he looks, looks larger to talk to He
0: looks larger with the number 1 pick though. He oh does. yeah. And he again will join us in 30 Shot or no shot coming up in two minutes right here on the Home of the Bears, ESPN 1000.